SAFM's Beck and Soda. There's no secrets with Automasters AutoCam. Real-time video reporting direct from your Automasters technician. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. Well, we have brought you in our secrets of the suburbs, some juicy secrets, some funny secrets. There has never been a secret like the one you're going to hear right now. Anonymous from Craigmore, tell us your story. So, um, in the late 90s, um, it was early days of myself and my partner's relationship. Um, he was a bit of a bad boy from interstate and mm. it, yeah, so we were just sort of, at the early days, we didn't know where things would head. Um, he started doing a short course in another town, sort of just like a short TAFE course and he had to hitchhike there so um, he'd go out just up the road at the end of town and stick his thumb out and head on out with whoever was going through. Um, so we did that for a few months. Um, it wasn't a really important course. It's nothing that he ended up using in anything at the end of it. And who was picking him up? There were some other guys going through that um, were attending the course. So they picked him up a few times over a couple of months um, and then sort of disappeared and he never saw them again. So what were the names of these people in the car that were picking him up regularly? Mark and his wife, Elizabeth, and their friend, Rob. So how many times did he end up in the car with those three people? So it was a couple of times a week over a couple of months. It was a 10, 15-minute drive. They'd chat for a little while, got to know each other a little bit. One day, Elizabeth stopped attending the course, but they never mentioned why. And then the two guys stopped attending the course. So how did he find the, the three people? What were they like? Um, he said they were just normal blokes. Elizabeth didn't say much. She just sat in the back and let the guys chat, I suppose, being the only girl in the car. Um, didn't really talk about anything of consequence, just the course and a little bit of weed, I would gather. <laughs> that sort of thing, nothing major. Did either of the guys ever say anything um, suspicious or weird to your boyfriend? Nothing that he picked up on. It was just, yeah, very general, light chat, um, just sort of just build the space and time and... Yeah, they'd trade stories of primary schools that they went to if they moved around a lot. Did they like your boyfriend? A couple of weeks before he didn't see them again, one of them did sort of shake his hand and go, lucky you're a good bloke. And he yeah. never thought much of it at the time. Just, oh yeah, that was a bit odd, but okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they offered to sell him a computer at one stage. Come over to one of, the, I think it was one of Rob's place they mentioned and have a look at a computer. They had a couple up for sale, apparently. We decided that we didn't want one. We had a computer, so it wasn't something that we actually needed. After a discussion, we just said, no, thanks. Well, a couple of years after that, we're sitting there watching the news and big news story about some murders and it was, uh, yeah, bodies were found in barrels in a bank and that sort of thing. And my, uh, my partner suddenly turns around and says, two of those guys are were the ones taking me to my course. They showed the victim's faces and um, Elizabeth was up there and goes, oh, she was in the car too. Oh, my God. You're actually talking about Robert Wagner and Mark Hayden, the Snowtown Killers. 
Yes. Gee, and Elizabeth was one of the victims, yeah? Yeah. So your boyfriend could quite easily, had he said yes to the computer and been lured to Robert Wagner's home, been one of the victims of the Snowtown killings. Yeah, and if because he was in the state and a bit of a bad boy, early days of our relationship, if he disappeared, everybody around me would have just said, he's left you, honey, he's gone back into state, you're never going to see him again. Sorry it ended like that. <laughs> oh, wow. This is just unbelievable. How have you felt about all of this, knowing for, what, the past 20-odd years that those people were so close to your partner? Very surreal. Um, I think it affected my partner a lot. He doesn't like to talk about it at all. Um, we're very much into reading and, like, Australian under underbelly, that sort of thing. And we have a huge selection of those types of books. And he's never read anything from the Snowtown books. He, he doesn't even like to talk about it. <laughs> God, this is just amazing. Given what your partner now knows, did he sort of draw any inferences or start to realise maybe they were a bit quirky or red flags he didn't pick up at the time? Yeah, I mean, like, the comments, like, I, lucky you're a good bloke, <laughs> is another comment that really stuck with him. And what about the fact that Elizabeth was one of the victims and that he had actually sat in a car with her? He, he felt very sad, yeah, having been that close to her for a few weeks at times. It's all just really sad what happened to the victims, but it's still, like, yeah, it sits at the back of your mind that, yeah, he was very close to being one of them. After you found out that, you know, these people were, were the ones involved, did it change your partner, do you think? Yeah, we, we were already um, a little bit reserved from, like, opening up our lives to anyone. Um, that definitely put more walls up for him. It's suspicious of people he doesn't know and that sort of thing and probably always will be. Have you told any of your friends or family this story? Not in full detail, because I don't think any of them quite understand how close he came. <laughs> hmm. How many people actually know that he was in the car with them regularly? Um, everyone in that safe course would have known, because um, they would have arrived together. Yeah, right. So all three of them were participating in the same course as your partner? Yeah. So they didn't finish the course, they just sort of disappeared and he had to wait for other people to pick him up and take him. So the fact that you had a computer and he didn't go with them to buy one saved his life? Yep, definitely. My life would have been completely different if he'd gone and bought one. Wow. Um, this is just uh, an astounding situation. Um, obviously, with this news about Mark Hayden being released, does it open everything up again? I mean, are you guys talking about this regularly to try and help each other out? He's not really ready to talk about it yet, I don't think. I mentioned it to him and he was a bit surprised and, yeah, but he hasn't brought it up again, so there's something I'm watching him for, make sure he's okay. Well, Anonymous, I think that is potentially the most explosive chilling secret that we've had so far in our Secrets of the Suburbs. Thank you for sharing it. No worries. <laughs> Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the Suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. Yeah, absolute goosebumps. Can you imagine sitting down, watching the news oh, and the Snowtown geez. killings? What a shock it was to the entire population of Australia, yeah. let alone mm. you going, oh, my God, they're my mates from TAFE. 
Yeah, that is that is amazing. And you know, as we discovered in the last week or so, Mark Hayden um, is getting close to finishing his non-parole period. He got something like twenty-five years, mm-hmm. so he will be free to enter the streets again. And that is just bloody scary. The yeah. computer, the computer. She's like, yeah, now nah, I'm all good, mate. Don't need a computer. Don't want to come to your house and possibly yep. never leave it. Ooh, wow. Yeah. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.